0: righty folks. Welcome to episode number two of the Illini Basketball Podcast on ECSW, of course Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, wherever you get your uh, podcasts and such. We have two five-star ratings on Apple. Obviously, totally not two
1: five-star ratings, man. Definitely, we're big time.
0: definitely not from my account. Definitely didn't happen. But. Uh, <laughs> We are Sounds going good. to uh, do a lot of things today, which is talk about the two previous games that were in between the last one and this one, recruiting, all that stuff, a lot of garbage stuff that went down, um, and uh, yeah, lots of uh,
1: things to get to. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How you been? I good know. week of Illini basketball, kind of, you know? Pretty so.
0: unimpressive, unimpressive uh, <sighs> weeks.
1: Yeah, first half of the Hawaii game was bad, but uh, big news yesterday with kind the of, commitment,
0: kind of, even um, though no one thinks he's gonna actually stay, which we'll get to. But
1: yep, yep, but uh, I think we're gonna talk about Coleman Hawkins because we haven't Huge talked about gap. him yet. Huge, gap. uh, 6'10, three star, top 200 player. I uh haven't seen a lot of game tape on him. Uh I he seems like he's gonna be another Bosman Verdonk. I don't I feel like they're gonna they're gonna be the same type of player. Uh Verdonk was a three star, I believe. Um but you know, if Kofi does end up leaving, hopefully with Hawkins and Verdonk we can move Georgie back to the five and they can play the four a little bit better than Georgie. So Looking forward to seeing him play. Like I said, I don't know much about him, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It seems like Underwood has done pretty well with these lower-graded big men so far in Illinois. Obviously, Georgie, the big one, who was, what, a two-star or something?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody was looking at him. So he's definitely been a diamond in the rough, as they say.
0: But... I think they, yeah, they do say that, in fact. <laughs>
1: So, oh. yeah. but uh the big, the big, big news is Adam Miller commitment yesterday. Confetti and all. I don't know if you saw the video. I did but see that. Yeah. Little orange and blue confetti hanging out. Very that unimpressive was, was announcement. Nice. Very unimpressive. So,
0: uh, it took like an hour. They started a little <laughs> I didn't watch it. Like seven. He didn't do it until like seven fifty. Oh Got to build
1: that suspension.
0: There was like a two-minute video. Now, I'm not just going to go in on him because I don't want him to ditch. I know I he's gonna probably going
1: to the pod. P- but probably be upset. Um, but.
0: So he's a four-star guard. A lot of people have him as a point guard. Some have him as a shooting guard. I don't really care. It sounds like he's going to be an elite shooter when he's at his best. Um, ranked 32nd via the 247 ranking, seventh shooting guard. Number two player in Illinois, according to them. Um, I think this backcourt's got a good chance to be good. It's going to,
1: I think it'll be, it'll be fun if we lose Io, which uh, obviously he is going to move on. I don't think there's any way he stays, but him and Curbello, um, they ought to have an amazing backcourt. Throwing Frazier with them, um, I think it's going to be nice. It's going to be real nice. No. And, Go ahead. From from what I hear, is Kerbello is more of a a point guard, so it'll be nice to have an actual point guard on the team to be able to feed, you know, to Frazier, and to Miller. Uh, Miller seems more of a scorer, so it, it'll be nice to have an honest, true point guard on the team, in
0: my Who's eyes. Who's the most point guard like on the team right now? You think?
1: Uh, I think Feliz is right now, but I f- I feel like he Tries to do more than point guard stuff sometimes, so
0: which is drive to the rim every single time.
1: Correct, correct, yeah. And I I believe you sent me something that this new backcourt is the best bas- backcourt to come to Illinois since who?
0: Well, someone asked a question in one of those Illinois mailbags, and th- apparently Corbello is drawing comparisons as the purest quote unquote purest point guard at Illinois since McKamey and Brown. Uh, but also someone said, uh, Curbello and Miller could be the best backcourt since 2005. So doesn't really make sense because I would say that Darren Williams <laughs> was, uh, you know, All right. I don't know.
1: I'm going to have to agree, but I, I it's going to be fun. I believe, uh, Miller, I, it sounds like he's just a, an athlete. Hopefully. I mean, the big thing is he did he did commit after the fall signing, so he technically has till April to weigh uh, his options. So it's not guaranteed that he's coming to the line. Eye. Um, so we'll hold our breath for the next.
0: I will not because I'm so confident. Five months. Uh,
1: I hope so. I hope so. Let me tell you but, this
0: right now, okay? Iod Sumu came to Illinois. This good. guy is going to come to Illinois. There's no way he's not. No hey. way.
1: And huge, huge gets out of Chicago for Underwood. so He's already done better
0: than Gross did, I'll tell you that.
1: Um, Gross and Weber couldn't recruit out of Chicago, so the fact that he's getting thing out of Chicago makes me happy. But
0: Yeah, well, Miller is going to come to Illinois, and I don't know why the fans are so worried. Why would he commit to Illinois and make this whole big deal about staying home if he's not going to actually do it?
1: You don't know; you, it, they're high school kids, man.
0: That, you don't know. That's the difference, though. Um, how many? So they lost Tillman, right? Where's Tillman from? Anybody?
1: Uh, Illinois.
0: Did he make a big deal about staying home? Probably not. He no. was a loser. You want to talk about something that is garbage, Jeremiah Tillman? Seriously, cannot stand Missouri. Um, last thing on recruiting. Well, actually, there's like three more things, but I'm just going to say this. Uh, Hit me with them. Underwood compared Curbelo to Steve Nash and Trey Young in terms of the style, which I mean.
1: That's got to make you happy, right?
0: I mean, yeah, but that's also like an LOL thing. Come on, what's the point?
1: (laughs) You don't think think that he can make that comparison yet?
0: I hope that's right.
1: I hope he's right, too.
0: If he's right, then uh, Adam Miller is going to be averaging 30 points a game if he's right. Just say that.
1: Well, let's hope he does. Okay, let's so hope he's in the eye jersey.
0: I figured that we might as well just go over a little bit of a mock-up of what a uh, next year's roster could look like uh, okay. in terms of people that are still here. So, guard-wise, I have Curbelo, Miller, Frazier, Griffin, Williams, and Hutcherson. I don't know if he's actually ever going to play, but he's technically – I could see him transferring – but maybe yeah. he'll be there. Um, he is, right now. He is a. Can't find him. Okay.
1: What about uh Tavian Jones?
0: I put him in question marks because I don't. Know okay, ever we don't
1: know what's going on there. We'll talk about that later, though.
0: Forward um, wise, uh, Georgie, Bosman's Verdonk. I saw that Zach Griffith got in the game the other day. Technically, he could still he, he did. He uh, did. I and was Hawkins. You have one center, okay. and that's Hamlin, who I know you really like.
1: Yeah, he's solid. Straight out of Lincoln. Good good player. <laughs> um, I mean, so starting five next year, is that what you're trying to find out?
0: Well, it'd be Curbelo, Miller, Georgie, and Hawkins, or Hamlin, or Bosman's Verdonk, probably.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably going to be Verdunck. Um, Yeah. But – I don't know. He's got to get more playing time, I
0: guess. Unless he Io, hasn't played much. Io Kofi and Jones lose uh, if they leave those three, then would they have room to bring in someone else?
1: Like, uh, yeah, if they, because I think technically they need somebody to leave now to open up a scholarship for Miller. Which, of course, Io they think is going to leave, and Kofi will probably leave. So they might they might have two scholarships available. Well, one after Miller signs in April, but
0: so,
1: yeah, I, I it'll be fun to watch. Hopefully, Oh we'll, you know, we thought this year'd be fun to watch and we get to the Illinois game versus Hawaii and it was ugly <laughs> to start off. So
0: would have been real nice if, uh, TJ Hollis Hill would have come to Illinois from Stephen F. Austin. Would have been nice. Oh yeah.
1: He would have been a good
0: forward. Uh, hunt. uh, Recruiting notes, we have uh, four-star point guard K.K. Robinson for 2020. Illinois is quote-unquote warm, but the crystal ball says 100% Arkansas. And then four-star center Jalen Williams, Illinois quote-unquote warm, and the crystal ball says Arkansas 100%. So we are losing two guys to Arkansas. Yeah, one of them is actually from Arkansas. I don't know if the other one is.
1: Uh-oh. Yeah, that's that center spot's going to, when, when Kofi's not there, that's center spot's going to be tough to not have him, but.
0: Yeah, it's going to be uh very interesting to see how that goes. And there's one more, Karam Main, combo guard three-star, Illinois quote-unquote warm. Crystal Ball says unknown, but there's absolutely no shot they're getting another guard. They don't need one. Uh, they don't need a guard.
1: I don't. I don't Want him to sign any more guards. And personally.
0: Finally, on the recruiting front, the class for 2020 is temporarily, because it's not gonna stay there, ranked eleventh in the nation and first in the Big Ten. That your thoughts.
1: That sounds amazing. First in the Big Ten. Um barely. What uh did you look up Gross's like national ranks of his recruiting classes? I can Metal. right now. Do that right now. Figure know. it out.
0: What years was gross even there? I'm trying to remember, like 2013. So what year did they hire gross? Uh,
1: 2013? I don't know. i are just going to
0: go from 2014. Uh, because I think that's right. I'm just going to clarify because I don't want to sound like a moron here. <laughs> He's still at Akron, by the way, it appears. Wow, congrats. He's 35 and 35 there. 2012.
1: It's
0: solid. I'm going to go from 2013. 2012,
1: 2012.
0: I was close. Okay. He had the number 13 class in 2013. Because okay. Kendrick Nunn and Malcolm Hill. Yeah, lost Nunn, of course. And Nunn's a stud in the NBA, apparently. Yep. Um, Fifty sixth rank in twenty fourteen. Um twenty fifteen you have fifteenth. Jalen Coleman lands and DJ Williams. What the hell are those guys do in Illinois?
1: Well, Coleman Lands left.
0: Twenty sixteen,
1: a <laughs> hundred and tenth. That sounds right.
0: And then I think was his was his last class twenty seventeen or not?
1: Uh twenty seventeen would have been yeah, his last class.
0: That was the one that had Frazier, Smith, and Williams. Smith is garbage, by the way. Um,
1: did he get Frazier? I don't I don't know.
0: It says Brad Underwood. So I yeah,
1: that's the Underwood for sure.
0: It also says 2016 was Underwood, but I think that's a glitch. So, yeah, that's a lie. Whatever. Uh, anyway, basically, <laughs> Gross had like two good classes on paper, and none of them really did anything in Illinois.
1: Handout, right. But i would, my thing is, I mean, you can talk numbers, but unless they produce, unless they stay, doesn't really matter.
0: And I think we can trust Underwood to get more out of players
1: than gross. He's definitely harder on him.
0: And I mean, gross, how many times did a gross team make the tournament? Twice? Once? Twice? I think it was two times? Three times.
1: Made it with Weber's his first year.
0: And then, I oh, no. The Miami year. Yeah. That couldn't have been his first year, I don't think. Basically, what the story all together, if you really bring it in, is Underwood came in on a way worse situation than Gross did.
1: <laughs> I mean, the Correct. program was like, he had He had to rebuild. Another reason why I like Whitman. So. He's got the right guys to rebuild. But I don't know about that. <laughs> let's let's move on to the games. You do know oh, about yeah. that. Stop. All right.
0: <clears throat> By the way, and I. I mean, if you think about it, um, this team should be five and zero, but we'll you know whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, they should have won that twenty one point game. That they would they lost. be in the top twenty five right now if they're five and zero, guaranteed. Yeah. Well, yeah, if they would have beat Zona.
0: Okay, so this game was a weird one, and the first half was horrible. We'll get into that, though. I know you have some it notes was. and such. Um, 66-53 victory on uh Monday, I think. Yeah, Monday yep. over Hawaii. Uh My player in the game for that is uh Georgie Bishanisvili, of course. Ten rebounds, or nine rebounds, ten points, four, nine shooting. And the reason that I say that is because everyone was... Counting them out, you know, and I can't uh-huh. just make Kofi the player of the game every time that plays into it. But, I mean, he had 10 and 9. He was solid. It's a good game for him. So, I figured, give him the nod and uh, go from there.
1: I like that pick. I like that pick. Uh, my player of the game is going to be uh, surprisingly Kipper. <laughs> uh, I Uh He came in, put in some good minutes when Illinois was struggling. Uh and I, I had written down that everything that I said in the first podcast, if you watched the first half of the Illinois Hawaii game, was completely wrong. You uh, <laughs> should probably go listen to somebody else because apparently I don't know what I'm talking about. Yep. Uh, coffee struggled. Kofi. Coffee. Kofi <laughs> struggled <laughs> very much in the first half. Missed a lot of bunnies. Couldn't finish. Feliz struggled. Kipper came in had solid minutes, and you know I was preaching finish the game last week and this week I'm preaching start the game cuz <laughs> it was ugly out the gate and that might have had something to do I mean eight they had
0: off for 6 8
1: days, days i hear is is what they said so yeah um we had Illinois was i think it closed at a 15 and a half uh point favorite so they didn't cover the spread i had them uh winning 81-63 and you had them winning 83, hmm. 67. So as much as our, you know, we thought they would put a lot of offense up. They did not. Uh, so
0: you had them winning by what? 18, you said?
1: Uh Yeah. 18.
0: I had them winning by 16,
1: 16. Ah, yep. I win. You win. You're um, closer there, but.
0: Yeah. The other one. Yeah. Okay.
1: The pr- production on offense was rough.
0: Yeah. Let's um, go into some stats here. Uh Kofi with 15 and 14, but he was 6 of 15 from the field. Uh, Frazier with 13 points, uh, 3 of 5 shooting, 2 of 3 from downtown. Io, 9 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 of 12 shooting, and 1 of 3 from 3. And then uh, the last starter would be Feliz with 7 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 of 6 from the field. Overall assessment of the lineup in uh, the Hawaii game.
1: Uh I mean I like the starting five. It seems like it that's gonna be the five that go. Uh Illinois uh played man the whole game. They're gonna run this man, uh, inbounds plays, they're running his zone, and they gave up a super easy layup. Georgie got lost underneath the basket at one point in the first half and gave up an easy layup. I think that, you know, some of the factors into into this slow start was Kofi was just getting the ball. I mean, he was 10 feet away from the hoop. <laughs> you can't have Kofi 10 feet away from the hoop trying to put the ball on the floor. Uh, their first bucket of the night was actually a high low from Georgie. Georgie made a great pass down like low. Five minutes in, right? It was at least five minutes in. Yeah. So, um, And Georgie just, he's still trying to find his way. I know you, you gave him player of the game, but it came down that second – second possession and he chucks up a three Yeah. Georgie shouldn't be shooting threes I don't care we he should not be shooting threes I think he was like one one of three or four the one he did hit was was kind of the nail in the coffin though so that was nice to see and the turnovers how many turnovers did they have the first half
0: first half uh
1: I don't know if you have just the first half, but it felt like every uh, every time down the court they were turning the ball over.
0: I can get the number right now in like 2 seconds. Check this out. I don't have it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. How what was the turnover number for the whole game?
0: 16. 16. So had to be I'm like going
1: to guess that 10, 10 of those came in the first 5 minutes of the game. Yeah, if I had to guess. Brutal. <laughs> I feel like uh I know we're going to talk about bench players a little later, but I, DeMonte on offense is really scaring me. He seems to turn the ball over every time he gets it. I know he's a great rebounder, great defender, but he was getting beat off the dribble a few times, lost his man a few times that first half. I just hope he can can figure it out because when he has the ball, I'm scared that he's going to throw it into another guy. You yeah. know, yeah. so... And, of course, Feliz was quiet for the – I don't think he made a a basket until 15 minutes into the game. And he just had some really bad takes. Like I said, he's – I think he's the point guard that Illinois needs to be a point guard. And he feels like he has to do too much because Frazier and Io just – they're not – they haven't produced starting out the gate. And they're having a hard time producing.
0: No. Um, what do you think their record would be without Kofi right now?
1: Uh probably the same.
0: I feel like they might it's... have lost to Hawaii.
1: I feel like if you take Kofi out and just have Georgie though against Hawaii, they would have been fine.
0: Yeah, that's probably true.
1: <laughs> I it, it's it's when they're together that's. That's that they need to figure out, and and it looks like their best friend. You sent me that picture after the game. I guess it was after the the Citadel game, and uh Kofi and Georgie are there laughing or whatever, and Io looked like a kid that didn't get asked to play on the football team or something. Yeah, <laughs> but,
0: I would say Georgie and Kofi have a very solid relationship early. It seems that yeah,
1: way. yep, that's and good. the. And the second half, it seemed like a completely different team. They finally started doing things well. Um, Georgie, you know, was getting the ball in. I don't know about this, f- uh, jump three, pass it down to Kofi thing that he's doing because he's going to get caught up. It, it worked. He, he's done it multiple times. Um, but I think that somebody's going to catch on to that and he's going to get, he's going to get caught a few times, but I, I was happy with it. Uh, you know and then and then Kofi came up on the high sometimes and so Georgie was able to maneuver down low without being double teamed i think that really worked that dynamic has been really good um and then my player of the game Kipper comes in <laughs> and i wrote and when i was taking notes i wrote three things in a row that Kipper did well three i couldn't believe it
0: it's probably a he, had a,
1: he had that beautiful spin move to the hoop It was, that was a, that was an athletic play and I loved it. He had a assist the next time down and then he comes down, takes a charge on the other end and he missed. I think he missed a three to end the half, the half, or he would have, you know, he would have, uh, really, really been good, but, um, ended up being a tie game at half, which is disappointing. Do you know what Illinois shot in the first half by chance?
0: I could find out right now. Check this out.
1: Check that out. That's what I got you for.
0: Got to be a better source to find these stats. Like, I don't <laughs> know. Uh, first half. Um, uh, I'm not gonna be able to find it real quick. So just keep going. I'll find That's
1: it. That's fine. That's fine. Um. As far I, I felt like Io started getting it together in the second half too. Um, he was getting steals. He was making some good passes. Um, made some good drives to the basket. He, like I said last time, he has a tendency when they're in the half court that there's not enough spacing for him to do anything. And I he missed some bunnies for uh, the Citadel, but. Against Hawaii, he started doing things. Kofi started playing better in the second half. And then good old Kipper came back, tried slamming that ball home, and got just denied by the rim. And I felt like, you know, (laughs) it was uh, nice to see that he, you know, he was back how he should be. But he ended up getting fouled on the play, made both his free throws. So there was nothing wrong with that. All right, I have the stats. Hit me with them.
0: So, first off, they did have 10 turnovers in the first half in this game. And okay. And 33% from the field, 8 of 24.
1: Yeah. They were, I th- there was a time, uh, well, they, I mean, they just struggled.
0: They had zero fouls in the first half,
1: really?
0: Yeah. Two uh, fouls, two fouls.
1: I felt like Griffin came off the bench well against Hawaii. Uh, Not so much shooting or ball handling, but got a lot of big offensive rebounds. One led to a Frazier three, which was a run, was during a run that Illinois needed to score some baskets. So that was a big rebound. Um, I just, he supposedly, he's supposed to be a shooter now, and I'm not seeing it yet. Um, I like him defensively, I like him rebounding the ball kind of with DeMonte. But offensively they, they gotta get going. Um yep. Illinois did have a nice run with Kipper, uh, Kofi, Felice, Griffin, and Frazier in. It was a nice little core that they had there. They were getting things done. I think they went on maybe like a nine two run or something. Just it seemed like it was working well. Uh as far as Hawaii, I I mean they struggled shooting just as much as Illinois and I, uh, maybe it was Illinois defense. Uh, they, I don't know what they shot from three, but they were chucking them and thank God they weren't falling. Yeah. So, um, they, the game was kind of close. 10 minute mark. I have, it was 47 41 and, uh, Illinois kind of started pulling away after that, uh, Kofi, like I said, Kofi started getting going. Georgie was crashing the boards. How many rebounds did you say he had?
0: Uh nine.
1: Nine? Yeah. That's it's nice having Kofi and Georgie getting double digit rebounds every game. I saw they were rebounding, it might have been before the Citadel game. Uh forty two percent rebounding, which I didn't even know was a stat. Like you get forty two percent of the re forty two percent of the rebounds, but it's like fifth in the nation. So
0: yeah. Now, to be fair, they're not really facing these world-beating big men, you know. Right, right. Especially Citadel.
1: The Citadel. I mean, that was just that was just an easy it like, game.
0: It was um, unfair.
1: I feel that the it is still. I don't understand. I understand the you get the possession right, but there was a minute twenty left in this game, and it was a thirteen-point game, I think, and they went and did a four minute review to see who the ball went out on. Uh, I guess the gamblers probably cared because they were trying to cover the spread, but I, you know, I, I, I like the review. I know why it's in there. I mean, Illinois got screwed, you know, against Miami that year in the tournament, but they're they supposed to be doing it quicker. And I, it just seemed like a moot point at that point with a minute 20 left to do it. So, um, that's about all I got. Underwood uh called it grind it out basketball. I did see um in the locker room to the boys. I don't think that Hawaii's the team that you should be grinding it out with. Yeah. You know? but I but it was you know, they were cold. I understand that, you know, they, they didn't score much and they but they did it against Citadel too. So and that was three days later.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't know if if it's so much the offense is just struggling, or if we if they just don't have the players to score. I think it, it's, it's going to
0: take them a while to hit their stride,
1: yeah, offensively to, to all be playing good enough. But I don't know. What were, do you have any other thoughts on Hawaii? That's
0: well, uh, they shot fifty percent from the field. Illinois did in the second half, forty-two percent total. Uh, they had eight personal fouls. Hawaii had eighteen. Illinois shot forty-one percent from three, sixty-five percent from the field, or uh, from the free throw line, and a forty-four to twenty-six rebound advantage. for The Illini.
1: What was their f- free throw advantage? Did you say that
0: free throw percentage or like
1: <laughs> no, like how many free throws? Because Illinois' big thing, like I know they're not shooting well from the line. Part of that's because Kofi's going to the line so much, but uh, Illinois was out. Like, they trailed in the free throw c- category in a lot of games last year, and it seems like they're leading in that category. Not so much making a bunch, but at least getting to the line.
0: So, Hawaii shot three free throws, apparently. I don't know if that's correct, but that's what it says.
1: I mean, eight fouls is is really good for this team. And I mean,
0: Illinois shot 23 free throws and made 15.
1: Yeah. Usually, Georgie gets eight fouls by himself, so... Yeah. Having eight as a team is pretty solid.
0: So Georgie had how many fouls do you have in this game? One. Wow. The record.
1: Yeah. So um But yeah, so it was it it started out slow, ended up being, you know, a good second half. Uh Georgie did hit that three at the end to kind of put the nail in the coffin, so it was good to see him hit one after chucking up six of them or whatever he did. <laughs> but I just I'd rather see him him at the elbow rather than outside the arc. So
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you know, good win, good solid win. You just got to keep racking up these wins. Uh I think right. the Illinois teams from about 4 or 5 years ago might have folded in some of these non-conference games, but they're lucky that they have a pretty easy light non-conference schedule. So it's a, it's really important to win whatever way you can.
1: Yeah. Um, absolutely
0: well they finally do that so the citadel game which was uh two three two days ago i think i mean this was a weird game because illinois wins by 28 but did it really feel like they won by 28 because the second half, the only reason that it was within 28 is because somehow citadel was knocking in threes and
1: they were making everything second half um Illinois scored 51.50 point, points in the second half. I mean, that's what you want to see them do. But what they have 30 in the first half, 32 in the first 51. 34, 51. Yeah, so I mean, 34 is not bad, but it took them um, however long to, to get going again. Uh I the the first half it just seemed like I mean IO's thrown up threes Griffin couldn't make threes I don't know I think they ended the day at like 2 for 14 from 3
0: uh
1: 3 for 18 3 for 18 so I you guy I if you're going to shoot them you got to be better than 3 for 13 0 for
0: 8 in the first half
1: 0 for 8 yeah yep. and IO I think IO missed four in the first half I believe yeah Illinois shot
0: 37% from the field in the first and 60% in the second
1: so yeah an 80% yep. and 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 you know what and I'm okay with the slower start as long as the other team as long as they're playing good enough defense at the other teams having a slow start because like I said their their big thing has been finishing games so they they are finishing now which is nice to see um as compared to last year when they would have 10 minute droughts in the second half from 15 minutes to five minutes left in the game. And then you're down 13 trying to win a game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Kofi, I, I, he had a fantastic game. Uh, sure. he has had a nice little baby hook. Um, but sometimes he's he has a great touch, and sometimes it looks like he's throwing as hard as he can off the backboard. Uh, so he'll work on that, I'm sure, and and get that more consistent. Yeah, player of the game for me too was Kofi. Absolutely. Um, uh, back to back double doubles, which he's got four out of five games. He has five, a double double. I believe he's leading the nation in double doubles. If that's
0: it's got to be close.
1: Could be mistaken, but I'm I mean four out of four out of five games I would say um definitely nice to have. Uh Kipper Kipper played some bad defense. <laughs> I for is what I have written down, which against the Citadel playing had bad a block, defense had a block. Not good, yeah. But I didn't really I mean I kinda highlighted a few things, but this game wasn't a it wasn't a highlight game. I mean Besides, just because the Citadel was, I think I have, they said they were 311 in the Ken Palm. So, I don't know how many teams are in Division One basketball, but I'm pretty sure there's like 340, maybe. Yeah, they're so, they're, they're down there. Uh,
0: What's Illinois in that, do you think?
1: I would guess 46. 46. Are they really? Dude, I'm amazing.
0: There's a lot of Big Ten
1: teams in front of them, by the way. <laughs> They're probably, I mean, the Big Ten's tough. At least they look tough so far. Two, three,
0: four, five, six, seven. There's seven Big Ten teams in front of Illinois in that. Wow. Wow. Well, that's a good sign for the tournament. The kin Palm thing is, come on, give me a break. <laughs> uh, you need to look at Haslametrics, haslametrics.com. Thanks for coming. All right, uh, what else
1: you got? Look that up. Uh, I have DeMonte struggling again. He got he played. I don't know how many minutes he played the second half, but it, I'm guessing that it was over twelve. He was in the game a long time, and like I said, he was he was playing defense well. But is it worth his defense to have him turn the ball over every time he touches it? I don't know. Um, he had
0: the most minutes off the bench by a lot. Like he almost had as many minutes as Georgia and
1: Kofi. Yeah, I believe it. He, yeah, he was, he was in there a lot the second half, but maybe, maybe the reason is they're trying to get him to get that feel back. You know, uh, I don't know. I, it was a team that he could play a lot of minutes and you don't have to worry about those turnovers. It just scares me when we start playing big 10 basketball that, you know, he's going to turn the ball over. I think that, uh, Georgie is doing, did very well in the high low this game, which I said last game too. Uh, I did talk to my brother and I kind of talked about how we didn't talk about Georgie and they kind of t- touched it on this game. Uh, he just, ha- he has a hard time guarding the four. His feet aren't quick enough, even though he can dance like a maniac. Uh, his feet just aren't quick enough for that four spot when they, when they have a, have a quick four.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so, but they keep that high low going. It's just, like I said, it was against the Citadel there. What was their center? You text me six, 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 seven, six, seven, six, seven. So six, seven center. They didn't have their leading score. This was a game that they should win by what they won by.
0: Now, how much oh. of the first half from Citadel shooting 19% of the field? How much was that? <laughs> Them chucking up shots or Illinois' defense?
1: Uh, I'd say 90% of them chucking up shots. Yeah. They took some weird threes. threes. I have I had that they, that there, at one point in the game, there were 13 combined missed shots from both teams. Oh. 13 in a row, nobody made a shot. So that just tells you how bad Illinois was to start the game.
0: 38 threes, like my goodness. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone That's the
1: a, That was their only way to win was to hope they made threes, but Verdant came in in the first half and had a really nice move to the hole. I feel like he's gonna be a good relief for Georgie, and I feel like he can be a good relief for Kofi too if Georgie's in there, um, and they can run a high low with those two. So I'm excited to see him play. I told you that he was my you know my guy to look out for this year. So I hope he doesn't let me down. (laughs) I don't
0: know why I I don't know why I said Griffin, but whatever. Um so what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something very intelligent. Uh yeah, I guess I'll just go over some of the stats. (laughs) So starter wise, (laughs) Illinois, Coburn, Kofi, of course, 18 points, 17 boards. They say 24 minutes of broadcast at 23 I just put twenty three. I don't care. Uh, he seven. had
1: he had his double double with nineteen forty left in the second yeah. half. Yeah. That's so
0: <laughs> uh, seventeen boards is the Illini freshman record. Deion Thomas had sixteen in nineteen ninety at Memphis. Now I think I, did. I say Finky had sixteen. Is that you what you
1: told said? me? Yeah. You texted me yesterday and said Finky had sixteen. So yeah, they they didn't seem to talk about that for some reason. I mean, maybe, I guess Finky isn't Deion
0: i guess maybe it's because thomas did it first i, I, yeah. I think was like three other guys that did it i think
1: oh really okay well and i think that dion was there was a big part of it too yeah uh, no. he's you know he's diehard orange and blue so better be yep uh, uh i was 16 7
0: of 15 shooting one of six from three no one shot well from three basically in this game they made three threes on 18 attempts uh Georgie was 16 9 and 2 7 of 11 from the field 2 for 2 from the line uh Feliz not filling up the stat sheet as much as he was the first couple games eight points four boards uh three assists 50 percent from the field uh Frazier with nine three and five I think he made the first three of the game for Illinois which was in the second half um (laughs) Griffin with five points two for nine shooting uh (laughs) Kipper with two yeah
1: points. he miss, how many he missed a bunch of threes that's he's what I, he's yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying is he's supposed to be you know they talked about how good his offense is Went and he's six or
0: three
1: i mean they they were good looking shots they just i guess they just weren't falling, maybe um, maybe they'll start falling and and I'll eat my words that he's not a shooter, but he did not prove to me he was a shooter. <laughs>
0: Kipper with two points and one block! Exclamation point! Uh, Thirteen turnovers. Citadel had eleven. So once again, Illinois with more turnovers than their opponent. Thirteen personal fouls. Citadel had nineteen. Forty-eight percent from the field. Sixteen percent from three. I put in parentheses three of eighteen. LOL. Seventy-six from the line. Seventy-six uh, percent from the line and fifty-five to thirty-five rebound advantage, which Illinois had. Uh, Twenty-two offensive rebounds. Thirty-three defensive rebounds of course uh 26 of those 55s coming from georgie and kofi and also um eight boards combined from bosman's Verdonk, and Feliz.
1: nice nice uh I, i did have written down about kipper uh he had that sweet bank shot from from the free throw line uh bardo even started laughing at him so just nice to see Kipper doing Kipper things. That's Go what I want lineup. to see.
0: That's what I want right to see. So lineup.
1: I, it is fun to watch, uh, Kofi under the hoop, man. Just when he gets going and he's dunking on six, seven guys, it's fun to watch. And Illinois hasn't had a guy that can do that. So, uh, one thing that we didn't, we didn't talk about the first game because it happened in both games, uh, the flopping rule, the new rule. <laughs> Um, Illinois has benefited twice from it. I believe they've gotten the other team teed up twice. The one that they called against uh, the Citadel, that dude weighed 210 pounds and, or 110 pounds and Kofi made a nice move. There's no way he could stay on his feet. Yeah. I also
0: think that it just looks so weird that they just called it. It was a weird looking fall. Like he, bent forward and then backward and just fell. Yeah. weird. I
1: mean, he, there's no way he could have stopped that. And I don't know what they, what the delay of game was before that. Um, You're they right. never did, uh, talk about it, but I, the flopping call is going to be one to watch this year. And, and you, you said something about come tournament time.
0: Someone's going to get
1: owed. Yeah. I think it's going to, I think it's going to hurt somebody eventually.
0: Now, you would think uh, that the NCAA would, or whoever runs or whoever, uh, Tells the officials what do you think they'd say. Okay, do not call this unless it's completely obvious in the tournament.
1: Right. Uh, they're, they're gonna good. have
0: to fix that. But yep. a couple of yep. Kofi notes real quick. Um yeah. First of all, his little technical foul where he tried to go on the floor while the game was still going on. <laughs> and then he had like two and a half minutes there where he was completely gassed and yeah. like just jogging up and down the floor, and then I think Underwood was laughing about it or something. Uh
1: his running. I I did see a tweet today. Somebody, somebody posted him running on the treadmill. I think it was Kendrick, Kedrick Price, that's his name. I don't
0: know.
1: Okay. He's a line, guy, uh a uh, reporter, but uh, it was just Kofi, you know, they were having practice and he's just running on a treadmill. And uh, it was about, because I told you last year, when I saw him play high school ball, I'm like, he's, he's not going to be able to do it. And he he has slimmed down. He you know he looks good. I think that that stamina and everything that that will build through the year. So, um, I I honestly he's he's way better than I thought he was going to be after. And granted, I only saw one high school game, and it had uh a Chua. What was that guy name? A Chua. Precious A <laughs> playing, and Precious was head and shoulders above him. So. But it's—I'm so happy that he—he's changed. You know, I mean, he just—he didn't look like he wanted to be there. I feel like he wants to be a good ball player now in high school, I, and I think that he has even said it. Kofi said it himself that you know people talked about how he didn't hustle, and he—he he got it, was getting on the floor. I think I have written down here there were three minutes left in the Hawaii game. And, and Kofi is getting on the ball, on the floor after balls. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's exciting. And I just, I'm scared where the offense is going to come from, but I know eventually it's, it's going to come. I mean, you have Frazier, you have Feliz that can do, you know, anything around the hoop. You have Io that can, that should be able to score at will. And then Kofi and Georgie, I feel like it's coming. It just hasn't. Hasn't yet, and against these teams, you kind of hope that it comes <laughs> comes sooner rather than later.
0: By the Miami game, which is the second December second, yeah. I think that is when we will see some offense because that's going to be their first. Besides the Arizona game, which that was only the third game of the year, I don't really know. Can't really right. put that much stock into that game, but this Miami game yeah. that'll be uh, that'll be game number nine. So, and that's like a competitive ACC Big Ten thing. Last year, they should have beaten Notre Dame, and they, somehow the ball didn't go in. You're right. No idea how that didn't happen. But, um, yeah, I just think that uh, the offense will eventually get there. I hope, you hope by the Maryland game, which I think is the game after the Miami game, I believe. Mm-hmm. But you'd assume that the offense can put together a complete game by then? I don't know.
1: Yep, yep. I think they will. I think we'll be. I think they'll be all right, but only time will tell.
0: Okay, so the, we're going to talk a little bit about the bench players here. I just put uh, five of them down because I think I don't think I missed anybody, but there's like five guys off the bench who actually get to play. Okay, well I wrote minute.
1: I wrote three down, so you have two more than well, I did.
0: I put Hamlin and Underwood kind of for fun. Um, okay,
1: has I, um, Underwood I wanna, played besides? Yeah, he's uh, coverage like
0: Four, 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 Against four, four the minutes. Four minutes. He had a minutes in the first half. Oh, did he? Against Citadel, I think. Citadel. Yeah. Like okay. That. But um, so I say we grade them A plus to F in terms of how they've played and with our okay. expectations mixed in. So expectations for them plus how they've played equals the grade. And we'll start with Underwood. I'm going to give him an A plus. What great minutes he's put together.
1: I'm just glad that he's getting in the game, you know? I, I feel like he didn't play enough last year. He so. played in the
0: Big Ten tournament there for a little bit against Northwestern, I think.
1: I, that was sarcasm. Sorry, you can't read my sarcasm. Uh, well, I'm just Underwood, saying. Underwood caught, to be in lot, the game? Underwood caught a lot of flack last year for playing his son. Hmm. Um, with that team, I don't think that anybody should have gave him flack. I mean, they won 12 games. So yeah, uh, I'm going to give Underwood... Since I didn't even know that he played in the first half, that shows you how much I cared about that Citadel game. Um, I am going to give him a A minus.
0: It's not it's not high enough, but uh, okay. High um, enough. For me. Next, we'll go to Hamlin, who is the freshman that I know you're very very high on. I'm going to give him a B because I really didn't have any expectations for him, and he comes in and he had uh, I believe two points. Against Citadel, so... Yeah, uh,
1: my expectation grade would have been F. So um, what he actually did, I'm going to give him uh, A. A for effort. Wow. wow. <laughs> a for effort. So... All
0: right, uh, Griffin, I'm going to give him a C. Haven't seen it yet. I don't know if we're going to see it. Ah,
1: I think C's a good grade for him. I think that after... Uh, the trip, and everybody's like, Oh, he scored 28 points this game. And he, what'd you say? He shot from the field one for nine,
0: one for nine from three, I think, or one for six from three, or something, something like
1: that. Yeah. So, and shooter shooters are off sometimes. So, I, I, but I think his, his offensive rebounding effort has been superb. So, I'm going to go with, uh, actually, I'm going to go with a B for him. So. I think that that offensive rebounds were huge in the Hawaii game and he had some big ones. So what do you got next Vernonk?
0: Yep. I'm going to give him a, um, a B plus. Cause I think he's starting to come around now.
1: I think he needs to play more. I don't think he got in the game against Hawaii. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I do not think he came off the bench at all. against Hawaii. I'll
0: get, I'll get that stat right now.
1: Yeah. Look that up. Um, I think that he has the potential to be a really good four. I don't know if he's shown it yet. I would probably give him a C plus.
0: Yeah. Um, he did not play that game.
1: He did not play. So I don't know if he was sick or hurt or what, or if Underwood just doesn't have any faith in him yet. Yeah, I don't
0: know. That's interesting. interesting very much. Um, so the last one's going to be Kipper. I'm gonna let you go first because this is a really hard one. I really don't know where where to go with this one.
1: <laughs> well, my expectations for Kipper are not very high.
0: He's he uh, like decently high though. Like he's supposed to be, you know, a decent basketball player.
1: Last year, he proved that he wasn't decent though.
0: Like a B minus level is what my expectation would be.
1: I mean, I I'm gonna give him a B plus. i he. I think he did. I think he did good. I don't think he did great. He still showed his Kipper moments. So, I just that's that's going to be a B plus, I'm give him a C plus. Okay, that's why that's more like it
0: because I think that he hasn't been consistent enough and I have decently high expectations because I figured that uh he was disappointed with his play last year, so he'd have a little bit of a bounce back year and he's supposed to be a decent basketball player already and he hasn't shown me right. yet. Okay, he against Hawaii, he was good, fine, whatever. The Arizona three ball that went off the top of the backboard really bumps <laughs> him down a lot. And the miss dunk.
1: The miss dunk. was, was perfectly Kipper. That's what I'm going to call it. Uh, you did not say anything about Demonte.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, forgot about him. Let me write
1: that down. <laughs> See, and that's the problem. Demonte should not be forgot about. And sadly, he, he's, I'm going to give him a D. Because I expected more. And he is struggling.
0: I'm gonna give him a C minus. Okay. Because I don't have that high of expectations for him. Yeah. I have higher just, expectations for Kipper. That's right. See,
1: see and I see I don't. I, I think DeMonte should be a should be good enough to start on this team. And for some reason he's just not producing. I need
0: Aaron Jordan back.
1: Yeah, that's who they need. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right. Are we going to uh looking for or are we going to social media questions?
0: Yeah, let me just uh okay, so we'll just go over them one more time, just a little rapid fire action so everyone knows where we're at. Okay, Kipper, I had to Did C-clubs. you write down what
1: I said because I didn't I don't remember. <laughs> what did you say? For the people. I mean, Question? did you write down my did you write down what I had them ranked at?
0: Yeah. Well, okay
1: course. That's why you're here. You're the stat guy. Hit I him. Stat.
0: I, I didn't write him down, but I'm going to guess because I'm pretty sure I remember. Okay, so I had Kipper C plus. You had B plus, correct? Yes. Bosman's verdonk I wasn't listening to you when you were doing that, but I had B plus. I think you had like C or something, right? Um, B minus. B-, I don't. B minus. I believe. okay Hamlin. I had B. You had uh, B... C. I thought you had higher than me. F. Okay. Griffin, I had C, I don't know what you had. Underwood, I had A plus, I don't know what you had, and then Williams, C minus, you had him at a D. I did have him at a D for DeMonte. It's close enough. Uh next up, what are we doing now? Social media question?
1: Yeah. Uh we we asked the people that listen to our podcast if they no had one. any questions. Well, the people that do, we appreciate you. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, I had one of my buddies, Adam, uh, ask, when will Tavion Jones be back? Um, if you don't know, uh, Tavion Jones was indefinitely suspended because of academic policies. So basically his grades weren't good enough. Um, as most people know, Illinois is a tough, you know, scholastic school. So, um, I don't know if he's going to be back. Uh, he got caught last year smoking the reefer, I believe, <laughs> um, and got suspended for seven games. Uh I believe that if he gets his grades back up, then he will be able to come back. So I don't think it will be until after the Christmas break. Maybe January if he does come back. They
0: could use him.
1: They could really use him. Um, a, he was a four-star recruit. Uh, people, I, I thought personally, I thought he was head and shoulders better than Griffin last year. So it, I'm really, a, I it really disappoints me to see this with him. Uh, I I really like the way he plays. So hopefully he stays, but I could see him and he could probably transfer at the end of the year. Um, go. Go somewhere where he can, you know, maybe North Carolina, so they have those fake classes that you can pass. I don't know. I just hope he comes back. But my So my guess is that he will be back in January. What's your
0: My thoughts? guess is that he's going to be gone and never play for this program again because we've seen this so many times, people leaving, doing stupid things. Um,
1: uh, I feel like... Like he, if he wanted to leave, he would have left last year. I think he would have transferred. You in know between what, maybe he
0: will be back. I don't know. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> I, I
1: mean, after the suspension, and you know, he, 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 I thought he should have played more last year personally, but yeah. I'm not Brad Underwood. Um, But I think that if he was going to leave, it would have been last year.
0: Maybe Underwood just doesn't like him.
1: I think he's really committed to Illinois. I mean, if you look at his Twitter feed and, and things he says, I don't, I haven't seen it in a while, but just like last year when I thought he was going to transfer, I was checking it a lot. Um But hopefully he gets his grades up and he can play after it. Cause I think that you basically you're done. Is it like high school? I don't know how college works. I never went to college. That's a lie. I went to college folks. Jeez. But yeah, so that's my guess. Hopefully after the, uh, Fall semester, he'll be back.
0: Let's see. His last tweet was uh, September 27th, and it said five more weeks until I basketball is back. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's why he, like I said, I, I think he <laughs> likes it here. He's just struggling so far.
0: I'm just going to throw this one out there. I don't want to start anything, but uh, there's a tweet that says, it's from November 10th, so I don't know what game this is. I guess the Grand Canyon game, maybe. Um, it says high level game here, minus ten and a half. Alan Griffin minus twelve. I don't, I don't know what that means. Something all this, all this stuff about the bench and whatnot. And oh, so it's
1: like, it's plus minus minutes. I don't know
0: if that's plus minus or it, I don't, I don't know. Oh. Whatever. All um, right. And then there's a tweet that says we need Evian Jones, and he liked the tweet. I'm just gonna throw that one out there.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the under the head, it was his choice. That Tevion he didn't go to Arizona, I believe. Yeah. And that way he told me that Underwood said that was his choice, uh Underwood's choice
0: mm-hmm. to
1: leave him home. So I guess he's still sitting on the bench. I haven't really paid attention. But
0: let's let's yeah. get him back by uh the Michigan State game on the second of January. There you go.
1: I plan on being there. Is that the one at home? No, February's at home, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know where that one's at. Um they play if, he's, if he's back, this team gets a lot better. I'll tell you that.
1: At Illinois, February
0: 11th. I will be if he there. He actually gets to play. I can see him coming back and then Underwood playing him like seven minutes. Yeah.
1: I, I, like I said, I think he's going to put productive minutes in if he comes back. So I hope to see him back. Adam, thank you for the question. Uh, anybody else out there, when we share this to Facebook and Twitter and all that, please ask questions. It helps us, you know, know what you want to know. But. Let's look ahead to to the two games we got coming up. Hampton and Lindenwood. Should be tough ones. Should be tough. Yeah. Uh Hampton, as as you all know, uh is averaging ninety-one points a game. So
0: better watch out.
1: <laughs> they are, I did they were talking about the Ken Palm, or we talked about the Ken Palm earlier. They're up in the two hundreds or something, so they're actually better than the Citadel, according to the Ken Pom.
0: This is a trap game. <laughs>
1: Uh, Illinois, sh- are we going to do predictions? I don't really don't have it. I just have cake game. Even though Hampton averages ninety-one points a game, that's all I yeah, got.
0: Right. Well, let's just do this real quick, okay? Hampton basketball. Let's think here, okay? What are they? Three and one, correct? Correct. Let's take a look at who they've played, shall we, folks? Let's uh, let's take a deep dive into their very difficult schedule. Certainly. <laughs> all right. First game, they beat Mid Atlantic Christian University.
1: 112 points 112 to 52. Mm-hmm.
0: Second game Newport News Apprentice School Do they even have a basketball team there is it a bunch of <laughs> apprentice there? school
1: 95 what? 63 so actually they're all yeah. like riders? it's like no playing the man that. it's like playing the manager's team
0: they gave them a better game than Mid-Atlantic Christian University though so I don't know they played William Mary which was at William and Mary and that was a seventy-eight sixty-five loss. So they got neutralized by a team in William and Mary who is ranked. Let's see where they're ranked on your Ken Kim, Kim Palm whatever.
1: Let's yeah, see. I it. can't even
0: see that because I have to sign up for a 12-month subscription. I'm not doing that. Um, I'll find them right now. Here we go. Where are they ranked?
1: So what he's trying to say, folks, is that it should be an easy game.
0: Yeah, they lost to a team a battle, with like 204. Battle.
1: Well, they're ranked higher than Hampton.
0: And then uh R- Regent, Regent Regent University, they lost, or they beat them by 43. So, wow. you know, they're stepping up a few weight classes here with the Illini. Let me tell you.
1: What's yeah. their uh, lineup look like? Do they have uh, a center over 6'7"? Yes, they do. Okay, well, see, they're already better than the Citadel.
0: They have a 6'10 center, and they have a 6'8 guard, 7-foot center. Six, A 6-8 six, guard? Yeah, I don't know. That's what it <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Another 6-7 guard. Couple of Holy six, smokes.
1: No big wonder big they ball. score so much.
0: Illinois is going to lose this game, aren't they?
1: Oh, boy. No. Nope. My prediction. I'm going to go with Illinois. They're going to break 90, finally. No, not, they're not breaking 90 this game. Okay. I'm going Illinois 87. Hampton. 72. Okay. 15 point win.
0: I'm going to look at, see what the line is on, or if there's a line yet. I doubt there is. Maybe. I doubt there is. There might be. Hey, you know.
1: I don't know. We need to have somebody, we need to phone a friend for the lines.
0: There's no line, but the line's going to be like 15, 16, 17 18, maybe. Um, Hampton's 231st.
1: Okay. What is your prediction?
0: My prediction is as follows: Illinois eighty-one, Hampton 71,
1: ten-point <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah,
0: they're they're going to lose, aren't they? Oh man!
1: I'm they're not going to lose. Like uh, then they play Lindenwood, who.
0: Yeah, I mean, this game
1: is. I don't. I mean, they're out of Belleville. Apparently,
0: Uh, I hate to say this, but I think you could throw out a lineup of uh, Underwood, uh, Griffin, Williams, Bosmans, Verdonk, Kipper, Hamlin, any of those guys, put them in a lineup the whole game and you'll win the game. So I'm just going to say that. We'll see. I'm looking up Lindenwood basketball. Here we go, folks. Let's check out
1: Lindenwood. Is it Lindenwood University?
0: Yeah, it's near St. Louis, I think.
1: In St. Charles, Missouri?
0: They're three and one.
1: So they're Division Two, first off.
0: Eighty-six
1: hundred students. Uh, it was this. Is that the right university? There's a Lindenwood in Belleville, and there's a Lindenwood in Saint Charles. So, and the one in Saint Charles says the school was founded in 1827 by George Champlin Sibley and Mary Easton Sibley as the Lindenwood School for the Girls.
0: Yeah, this is St. Charles, Missouri. Um, That's where they're at. Okay. And I, okay, so how do you...
1: Athletics.
0: How do you do team averages and points? How do you add that up? What do you think?
1: How much the other team scored, you mean? How
0: much they've scored. Like in each game, I add up their Uh, points. Oh, and then divide by how many games they've played? I was just trying to clarify I'm They did get that.
1: beat by uh ISU uh seventy-nine sixty-two. And I am gonna predict that Kofi is gonna have another back to back double, so he's gonna have four in a row, double doubles, and he's gonna be dominating all the other freshmen in basketball. So,
0: so I did I added it up and then I divided it and it says two hundred and eighty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say they averaged like 80 points a game. That's close enough.
1: Uh, okay. It doesn't matter because They, they played... only scored 62 against Lindenwood or against ISU.
0: Apparently so... they played two games in Springfield, Illinois.
1: Really? Against UIS?
0: Attendance of 150 people. Yeah. They played Parkside. I don't know who that is. They beat them by one. They played Ohio Valley University. They beat them by 35 with 75 people watching in Springfield. And then they beat William Woods University by eight um, in their arena, like in St. Charles. All right. So this should be an easy game, but I'm going to look at their roster just to clarify.
1: Illinois is scoring 90 points this game. That is my prediction. It's going to be 92 to 63. They
0: have a seven-foot center who's a redshirt junior. They have a six-nine center and a six-eight forward. And one of their centers, listen to this name, Elijah Hanzemeier Baxter.
1: <laughs> Whoa, that's a name.
0: He might uh, you know? He he uh, had one point against Ohio Valley for them. So congrats. Um, I'm going to say Illinois wins this game. 107
1: to 64. Okay. 100 100 point game. I like it.
0: There's no way they don't put up 100 on these guys.
1: I hope they do. I like
0: like the Miami game.
1: Yes, correct. So they will be. They play Hampton, Lindenwood. Uh, We will be back the 29th. Is that correct?
0: Before the, uh, we will preview the Miami game as well as the, uh, well, here's here's the thing, though. If we're back the 29th. They just have one game before then, like right away, which is the Miami game. Now, if we do, we could do one on the 6th as well, which would be for the Maryland and the Michigan game. Uh, so I guess we could do the. Yeah, 29th. we just have
1: a, we do a short one. After Miami, or we could wait until after the Maryland game.
0: Here's what I think we should do. Um, you do. You tell me. So.
1: Let our listeners know what we're up to.
0: We'll do this. Check this out. Uh, we'll do, for the Miami game on the 29th, we'll review the Hampton-Lindenwood games, preview the Miami game, and then on the 6th, we will preview Maryland and Michigan, those two games. Then on the 13th, we'll preview Old Dominion. And then on the twentieth, uh, we will preview bragging Rights.
1: Sounds me. good. That. Bragging Rights, plan on being there in person. So, looking forward to that.
0: So I, so we both think that the next time we sit down for one of these for episode three, which will be next week, that they will be six and one.
1: Illinois should be six, easy six and one. Uh, Hampton and Lindenwood shouldn't be. I mean, I don't know. We, I feel like we'll, we're probably going to talk more about the Miami game next podcast, then the Hampton Lindenwood games, we'll because they should, should, well, yeah, then we'll talk about it a lot, but uh, I think that calls it for today. Yeah,
0: do this, but I will call for Underwood's job. If they lose one of these games,
1: I agree. I, I think you said we will uh, cancel the podcast too. So I
0: did say that. Yeah, we will cancel it. And uh, honestly, just don't play like garbage. That's what I would say
1: right we don't don't need any garbage playboys Party, so. folks uh that'll do it thank um, you so much uh drop some questions for us if you can um, yeah, drop the questions and go ahead yeah so
0: thank you everyone for listening of course to episode two of the Illini basketball podcast as part of ECSW of course on SoundCloud Apple Spotify and uh we might be adding a couple more platforms at some point but for now those are the three main ones you can uh Follow my Twitter at EDC Films 99. I will post the links and all that good stuff to there. And uh, make sure you send your questions in. And why not, you know, reply to one of our posts on social media or um, uh, reply to the podcast on SoundCloud. I think there's a comment section or something like that. I don't yeah. know. But throw your predictions in for Hampton and Lindenwood. Why not? Let's um, hear them. Yeah. So if Illinois doesn't win by 43 against Lindenwood, I'm going to be disappointed. But
1: uh, <laughs> thank you, everyone, point.
0: for listening. And we will catch you for episode three next friday
1: peace easy
0: thank you everyone for listening and we will catch you for episode